serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Monday, baby. Yeah, happy Monday, man. Hey, Becky Lynn, how are you today? Rocky Todd. I am really, really good. Why? Because Tennessee beat Alabama. We are still like way up there in the stratosphere. They just tear the field down and throw the goalpost into the Tennessee River. (laughs) Well, Cardinal land, it's uh, it's pretty bad. A little different. They're going to tear the the goalpost down for a different reason. Uh, If they lose Thursday, they're going to fire Cliff Kingsbury. If you mark my word, Nostragatos has spoken. They lose Thursday. Spoken! Uh, They're going to fire their head coach. I think you could be absolutely right about that. Let me tell you, I'm rooting for the Cardinals to lose so they get rid of this guy. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. But first of all, guess who's breaking the law? Breaking the law. Uh... Take a guess. Uh, Joe Biden. No. Well, probably we just, I don't know. Do you have a, yeah, that's not, not who I was thinking about. He's but. not fixing the border. So a lot of people, they wander in here aimlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently Doug Ducey is breaking the law. Because he's trying to stop people from coming here aimlessly? Yes, exactly. Oh. Federal officials say Governor Ducey's placement of stacks of shipping containers. You know those uh, shipping containers? They're all different colors. They are. The feng shui is awful. You know, they're kind of, they're stacked they're, on. They're, they're trying to be effective. They're yes. not trying to be pretty. Federal officials say Governor Ducey's placement of stacks of shipping containers along the Arizona-Mexico border near Yuma is a violation of federal law. The Arizona Republic is reporting that the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation, which oversees the area where those containers were placed, is calling on Ducey to remove them. The what, the what of reclamation? reclamation? That sounds made up. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister, look that thing up. Let's see if that's a real like part of the government. What was it again? The, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation. Reclamation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that, man. I think it's kind of made up. You think it's kind of made up? I think up? it's kind of made up. It sounds made up. Really? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, no. I don't think it's made up. They've got that. They've got a lot of it. Don't they do water and stuff like that? Isn't that their big jam? Well, here's, so here's, here's the deal quickly. It seems that part of the border that Ducey uh, put these these shipping containers on, it's illegal for him to go on um, the Federal land? Cocopa tribe land. Well, that, yes. Okay. So but that when, has nothing to do with, with us and the national, our, our federal government, because that's their land. Wise man? Yeah, so I went to their website, and they have like an About Us page, just oh. like any other website. Oh, very good. Established in 1902, the Bureau of Reclamation is best hmm. known for their dams, power plants, and canals. So it sounds like they're responsible for a lot of hydroelectric power in the United Water States. Water stuff. Okay. But nothing about border walls. All right. All right. So Juicy placed the shipping containers at the Arizona-Mexico border wall in Yuma. The feds are saying that violates the law. The letter was sent by the Bureau of whatever. Reclamation. Okay. Okay. And it stated the containers used in place as a barrier, it's considered trespassing against the United States. As opposed to the people that come across the border (laughs) illegally that are trespassing against the United States. So if I'm Ducey. What about if it's on private land? They can't really do anything, can they? I, I don't know. I know it's costing $6 million in taxpayer dollars to do this. If I'm Ducey, I say, I'd be happy to take those things down. I'd be happy to. You let me know when you're going to build a real wall. And then I'd be happy to. I'll even show up there. 
I'll even, I'll even, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hitch my ride up to it. We'll pull those yeah. sweet Yukons he's driving right. around, and we'll hook those things up, and we'll drag him away. If you put up that wall that you've been promising old Doug Nichols down there for yeah. forever and every day. The mayor of Yuma, correct. All right, so I, here's the thing. So the feds are angry with Ducey. The feds say Ducey broke the law. I hear what you're saying. The feds aren't doing anything to hold up the law. Of, you know, let's not let everybody just walk on in and then, you know, but then we put them on a bus and send them wherever we want. If I'm Ducey, I don't do anything. I don't do, I don't anything. do anything. I ignore it. What are they going to do? Yeah, I ignore it too. What are you going to do? I mean, what are they going to no, do? Come, come get him? Yeah. You got, you got nothing. No. You're going to show up here? First of all, you wouldn't, you're getting ready to go fundraise for all these close races. You won't even come here, Biden, because you know you're going to get yelled at by people, even on the left. They're like, take care of the border. Yeah. Um, the Cocoa Paw Indian tribe is happy, though, that the federal government is calling on Ducey to remove all these double-stacked shipping containers. Well, if it's on their land, they should have it removed. Okay. should be on their land. All right. Well, couldn't they remove it themselves? I mean, they could, they right? They could. Well, they why could. don't they do that? I don't know. It wouldn't be hilarious if they just hooked it up and just dragged him over further to the, to the res and just be fine with it. <laughs> they very well could. Oh, man, what happened? I just think it's like, all right, is the governor, you know, of Arizona, is this a stunt? Of course it's a stunt. But also, is it getting attention? Of course it is. It needs some attention because nobody pays any outside of, I don't know, like east of the Mississippi. They don't even know we have a border. Are the numbers actually down over the past month in Yuma? The answer is yes. So you can look at these double stack, you know, shipping containers. Are they really working? I don't know. I think it's more of will you you're coming into our you're coming into our country, but you hit the wall, it's right? Funneling you, yeah, and it's going to funnel you to the next open spot, which it could be. Uh, I don't know, twenty minutes down the road. Yeah, but it, the the thing is, is where it's really helping is if you're you know if you're bringing over three or four young kids, you're probably not going to climb over that. No, so it's funneling them to certain. If you're a twenty one year old or an eighteen year old, you can hop that thing no problem. Right, but you're going to hop any fence they put up. Correct. But it's going to make it tougher if you're a family of three or four to do that, you know, to, to, to take a, a bunch of kids over that. It's, it's not going to be worth okay. it. Okay. But all right. Let's say that Ducey is breaking the law. I don't know what the law is, right? The federal government says he's breaking the law. The Cocopa India Indian tribe is unhappy that these shipping containers are, are there. The last time we talked about this was last month when the tribe complained that the state of Arizona acted against its wishes. And it was something like 40 of these double stacked, you know, and it was on the tribe land near Yuma. And it was obviously to halt illegal border crossings. But they were upset with this a month ago. And now the federal government is saying, Ducey, it's, you're, you're breaking the law. Yeah. See, I don't they, know, man. I don't we think should I do never anything. have ever put it on their land. But anywhere else, knock yourself out. You're not doing anything to fix the problem at the border, you're allowing it to continue to happen by ignoring it. And you sent out the uh, the ding dong vice president the other day, and she's just like, "Well, if we we've already tried to get uh, uh, you know full amnesty for everybody and a pathway to citizenship, and then we'll fix the border." Mm. Doesn't work that way. No, no. Mm-mm. So so I I'm fine with him. Leave him. Uh, let them come and take it down if they really want to. Well, Knock so- yourself out. That's great. Again, I keep waiting for you, you Mayorkas. The liar has promised on numerous occasions to fix the border. Oh, we got stuff coming to you, Yuma. Don't worry about it. We got stuff coming to El Paso, Tucson. Don't worry about it. Never comes. Never shows up. Apparently, there are contracts that are set in place to fill some of the gaps with an actual wall 
But again, until I see that, I don't think if and I'm juicy, I don't think I move those shipping containers. No. I don't think I do anything. I and you know, politically it probably makes him look like he's fighting, you know, the good fight. And so I probably don't do anything. But, you know, President Biden, he halted the wall construction day one in office. And the the bad part about that is there were billions of dollars of uh, work that was unfinished that was still under contract. Yeah. We had already paid for all that work to be done and he stopped it. Why didn't you just continue it? Now, you're especially because you might have to continue it again. You already paid for it. We already paid for it. Yeah. Don't say you're you're basically you basically gave them money not to build something. That's exactly that's government that's stupid. That's government waste right there. Here's a bunch of money. Don't do what I asked you to do because the last guy was the one who really asked you. I'm asking you not to do it, but you can keep all the money because it's not mine anyways. Oh gosh! All right, Ducey breaking the law, uh, breaking the law, putting breaking shipping containers uh, at uh, at the border. Just in terms of, de- of design, it really does anger me with the. Uh, the different colors. They should at least throw some paint on the on the on the shipping containers. Make it look pretty. I mean, you know, it's people are coming in. You know, it's like the first thing you see in your house. You know, you want it to be pretty when people come in. We got migrants that are coming over the border. They should at least see something pretty in the United States. Don't you agree? Maybe you should paint it a little bit. <laughs> That's what I just said. No, paint but it. like maybe throw up some artwork. I love the it. Way. Now you're talking. You know that that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe each one of them at different colors. But when you stand way back, it becomes a pattern of some sort. See, this is the genius that is Chad Benson. I'm telling you guys, I'm here to help. All right. Coming up next. Like a Banksy. Yeah, Banksy pay. Get some famous <laughs> people out there to paint it. Will Carrie Lake accept the results of the election if she loses? She's answered that question. You should hear it. And it's, uh, it's coming up next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Who Are You? Are heading to Auction Pavilion on October 30th for their Who Hits Back Tour. You can pair tickets now by visiting the contest page at KTR.com. All right, so I guess over the weekend, CNN... Uh, spoke with Carrie Lake, and Dana they also Bash. spoke at. Uh, they spoke to uh, 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 Katie Hobbs. Okay, so it was Dana Bash. Dana okay. Bash, and I think it was right after. I didn't see it. They went one after another. Who went first? Uh, it was Carrie Lake. Okay, that doesn't really matter. But and you know, I just got back in from uh, flew in from Vegas this morning. I, I want to tell you down, Braggadocious. I want to tell you my story. Hey, I flew in from Vegas. Remember when I flew in a couple weeks ago from White Gap? Remember? Well, I flew in from Vegas this morning. I want to tell you guys my story. I was hanging out with my dad's new girlfriend. I'm going to tell know. you. I'm going to tell you if I like her. I saw pictures coming up. Okay. Um, so I didn't see the interview. I didn't see the interview. Heard, heard some clips. But, you know, I think one of the one of the things that people are talking about today is, you know, will Carrie Lake accept the results if she loses? I mean, it's such a stupid question to ask, I guess. But, it, again, it's really not. You almost have to ask this question. Well, if you're running on in many ways and you've made your mark on it's stolen. Right. Remember, she started that with uh, Karen Robeson, uh, I mean, Taylor Robeson there. The whole thing is she said, we have to report because right. already we've seen some stuff in the okay. primaries. Let's let's hear that. So when she was going against Karen Taylor Robeson. We're already detecting some fraud. I know none of you are shocked. No, I'm not shocked because you lie every time you speak. So, of course, you say you're detecting fraud. You had all these weeks and months to tell us what the fraud was. You didn't tell us there didn't was fraud. she say fraud. she was, uh, already contacted the sheriffs about it? Well, maybe the fraud had you win. Did you ever think of that? Maybe, it's a possibility. Maybe it was Robeson who was, who was you know, screwed out of the win. Okay, so that was months ago. That was in July. 
I believe. Okay, all these months later. Will you accept the results of your election? It's not that hard a question. I, I don't know, you know, what? when did we, I guess with Trump, we stopped this. Will you accept the results? Absolutely. Nobody does that anymore. Will you no. accept the results no. of your election in November? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. If you lose, will you accept that? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. Make no mistake about it. If she loses this election, she is going to be a pain in the rear end. She's going to hire lawyers. It's she's going to gun it. She's already got lawyers. Yeah, she, they all got war rooms. She's got. All right. But let me. OK. So you agree with that. If Katie Hobbs loses the election, is she going to sue? Is she going to claim fraud? You know the answer is no. She's not going to. Well, I don't know. Does she make voter intimidation? That's what they do. And disenfranchise and voter intimidation. Yeah, but do you? Uh, do uh, I think she's going to sue? I don't think so. Look, she's uh, she's not on everybody's good graces, even the Democratic Party right now. I think you'd have to have a lot of people behind you. I think people in the Republican Party may get behind Carrie Lake if. It benefits them. They can raise some money and raise her, you know, uh, you know, awareness nationwide. So why vote for somebody like that then? Why vote for somebody who won't accept the results of the election? I mean, that's that's a question that I, I listen. I, she I didn't get, even answer the question. No, but you know what she's, you know what she's saying. Yeah. She's saying she's not going to accept the results. I just want to know what. But what, is that fair? What. Maybe. What do you I, think she's saying? Uh, I think she's saying. I think she's I'm not, saying I'm going to win. It's already over. I'm won. I've won this election. It's already over, kind of thing. Uh, I think it's fair, especially if it's close. I would like to know where's the threshold. If you lose by 150 thousand votes, do you have to go? All right, they it didn't doesn't cheat that matter. Much. Yeah, she can lose by four votes, and yeah. she's still going to sue. Well, the, the closer it is, the more you have a chance of, of of screaming and yelling. The further away. Although, what was that guy in uh, Georgia? Right, he was down by like 200 thousand votes. He's like, they cheated. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. I think if Carrie Lake loses, she's going to try and hold this thing up. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a disaster. I really do think if Katie Hobbs loses, she's going to we're not going to hear from her again. Because I think I think you either believe in in the election process or you lie about the election process. And I think Carrie Lake is either so gullible that she actually believes the big lie which really worries me that someone like that would sit in the governor's office. Somebody so gullible that would uh, that would look at a stupid movie uh, called 2000 Mules that we've heard and, and actually believe it. You're either really, really gullible, Carrie, or you're stupid. Like, I don't know which one I it is. I don't think she's gullible or stupid. I think she's uh, she's very much calculating, and she took an easy path, and it was big for her. It's not – it's calculated. How is it calculated? Because she took an easy path. Okay. She calculated this is the best way to raise my profile, to get on stage with bigger names, mm-hmm. and to raise my profile not only here in Arizona, but nationally, and she did that. I mean, this weekend, I'm watching several of these shows, and they're talking about her being a presidential candidate. She might not even win this election. Yeah. How can she be a presidential candidate if she can't win? the governorship here, which she very well may. I don't know what's yeah, going to happen. I don't know, but that, well, they're talking become- about, you know, well, look, look, go and look at all the people who've lost in the past and have gone on to bigger things. So, you know, they say... Uh, so someone who's never been in politics, someone who's never done a budget, someone who's never uh, managed a single human being in their life is ready to be president of the United States. That's where we live? That's pretty sad, man. Hey, remember this. Obama was a senator for two 
years. Right. And then he became the president of the United States. He didn't do any. He was a, what, a community organizer before that? Yes. It's not like the guy was out there in the political sphere running everything. But People were pointing but, that but out, then too. then the other argument is, well, Trump never was in politics. But that guy ran businesses. Yeah, that guy did. And he ran businesses as a, as a king. Sometimes he ran it into the ground. But he ran businesses. It's business. It's business. Some of it was, you know, successful. Yeah. He he had to he had to manage people. Absolutely. He had to manage he had a lot to, of people. Yeah. Carrie Lake doesn't have any of that. No. The one thing she has is I'm not going to accept if I lose. And then Arizona's going to be dragged down with her. Well, I think the battle's going to be there anyway. I think it's starting to come in the next week or two. We're finding out. Although, we don't we have cameras on our two drop boxes, right? I think we're okay. 24-7. I think we're okay. Yeah. You can watch 24-7. All right. Coming up next. Uh, uh, did you hear the story? A woman almost suffocated. Uh, after being wedged between two obese people on a plane. Uh, nutritional overachievers. You won't believe what she's asking for. We'll tell you next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. You were on a plane today, weren't you? I was. My were wife you stuck and I... between ginormous people of nope. size? Nope, nope. We hit Vegas this weekend. My dad was uh, there. He came in from New York. Uh, we met his uh, new, uh, uh, his... Uh, um, Gal pal? Still haven't figured out what to call Lady her. Friend? Uh, uh, I'm a, uh, it's uncomfortable. Girlfriend? Yeah. Are they going steady? Did he, uh, I think did so. He, did he give her his Letterman jacket? No, but I think they're going steady. And uh, so I'll tell you, I, I met her, obviously. I'll tell you if I liked her coming up in a minute. But you make a really interesting point. I was on a plane today. And uh, no, I, uh, I had a good seat. Apparently, there was a woman who was on a United Airlines flight who did not have a good seat. And now she's asking for what? Reparations? Reparations! An American Airlines passenger. Is this a real guy that's reading? Becky, when you could always um, tell your news. I'm going to have to hear more. Okay. Great. An American Airlines passenger is asking the company for reparations. Real guy, fake guy? I don't know. What do you think, Chad? Pablo, it's fake, right? It's, it's fake. fake. Okay. okay. An oh, American Airlines passenger is asking the company for reparations <laughs> after tweeting that she was wedged between two obese people. Oh, gosh. Yeah, if you'd gone on a little bit more, I could have told. Uh, to, okay. Wedged? Wedged. Well, wedged. they had to get her in. They put them in first, and then they, they, they right. shoehorned her in. They used a shoehorn. On a three-hour flight. Oh, it was a three-hour flight three wedged hour between. Oh. And when she got up, it's not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney Watson, who describes herself as an Australian-American political commentator. Who cares what she is? Why, why do I care what she is? I don't because care. Because that's what they do nowadays. Posted to Twitter on Monday stating that she was literally wedged between two obese people on my flight. Becky Lynn, you ever been wedged between two obese people? No, not between two. I've sat next to one. Yeah. And even yeah. that can be a little It is daunting. uncomfortable. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. Like, if, first of all, if you have a middle seat... It's mm -hmm. always uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But if you have a middle seat and the person to the right and the person to the left kind of pour into your seat a bit, then you're really uncomfortable. I mean, you're touching a stranger the yeah. whole way. Yeah. This is absolutely not acceptable. Or the, the Boy, this is really a robot, this isn't This is it? absolutely not acceptable. She has 400,000 Twitter followers. She does. Dr. Sydney. All right. Absolutely not acceptable or okay. If fat people want to be fat, oh gosh! Now listen to the, now she's being mean. People want to be fat, fine, but it is something else entirely. When I'm stuck between you with your arm rolls on my body oh, for God. three hours, she's got some pictures. By the way, it's not a good look. She has pictures of this. Yeah, it looks a little. How are the arm rolls? Uh, large. They're like, uh, yeah. She has no room. 
Let me see. Zero, like, we're talking about, I don't even know what that. I don't know what I'm looking at. That's the arm Turn right there. Computer. Like she's stuck in there. I, I don't even I don't even know. It's what hard to tell. It's just it's massive humanity. Okay. All right. So what do you do? Because I mean, you know, a lot. I was on Southwest today, so you can really pick wherever you want to sit. Yeah. Unless you're, you know, you get the last board boarding and you got to go pick a middle seat. But still, it's. So I wonder if she had this. Is, well, this is what American. Yes. Okay. So she had an United. So she had an assigned seat, and so you know, you walk up to the seat. And you look at what you're going to have to 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 put, you know, to, to, to for three hours. Yeah. If it's you, I, I I think I just go and sit down. I don't know what else to do because uh, yeah, I don't want to be rude I don't or either. No, I don't know what you do. I don't. But either. it's got to be it's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I would say so. Surprised they didn't say, "Hey, when do you have to sit on the other side? We're not the plane that flies sideways." All right, you know. <laughs> That's what we deal with, Becky Lynn. I know. What would you I'm guys do? What would you day. guys do? Well, what can you do? I would yeah. just, just... You can ask for another seat. and sucked it up, I guess. You can ask That's for another... That's exactly what happened. They got up, she went... <gasps> okay. <laughs> well, you could ask for another seat. I would do it quietly. I would, you know, I wouldn't make a big production out of it. Mm-hmm. But you know how it is. They've always overbooked. That's true. It's not as easy to get another seat these yes, days. Yes, probably, though. Pablo. I'd stay in the bathroom the whole time. You can't stay in the bathroom. No, they won't let you do that. That's worse. Why? Because it's a it's a toilet. I don't want to sit in a toilet. I don't want to do that. They won't they won't let you do that anyway. I, I think that that this woman could get her money back. That's what she wants. I think if you she take a three hundred and thirty or forty or whatever thousand thousands of followers, she's got big you know YouTube. Fo- she's just, she's griping to get her money back. Okay, but but like, what else can you do? There's not much else that no. you can really do. No. Here's the thing. Remember, we've talked about this before. You know, if you are that large, um, you know, sometimes you have to buy a second seat. Do they not do that anymore? I wondered about that. Right. And here's another thing. Could she have asked maybe, so she was in the middle. Could she have asked the person on the end to move, to swap with her? At least she would have had one side where there was nobody pressing against her. You know, again, why would you do that? If you're the person that is overweight, you don't want to do that. No, you might not. She could have asked. They could have said no. And then she could have just sucked it up after that. I'm six foot one and I'm not overweight. I don't want to sit in the middle seat. It's three hours, though. You survived. You do. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing is you, you arrived alive and uh, you know what? You had an experience and you gripe about it. And then I'm sure, you know, American Airlines are like, we're totally sorry we, for your experience of sitting, you know, next to people who are of size. But a flight attendant could see that and possibly do something about it. There's a chance that that could, that could. But most of these flights these days are totally packed. That's the other You're side. not going to get another seat. So you either decide. Or you ask somebody, hey, you know. You know, she's a good-looking girl. Blink, blink. Could you move? Blink, blink. You know, yeah. over there. Blink, blink. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But I think, you know, it goes back to, at one point, they wanted to weigh passengers before they got on the plane. Mm-hmm. And if and if they weighed over a certain amount, they made you buy a second ticket. Yeah. But I guess they don't do that anymore because now that's considered rude. But if you're in a middle seat and you've got two people who are heavy... And they're kind of pouring into your seat. It's not that that's rude. It's just it's uncomfortable, and it probably shouldn't have to happen. No. There's probably a better way to do this. Maybe but, they should have an area 
for people of size. Maybe some bigger chairs, and well, it's not for the people who are of regular size. It's just people who are bigger well, size. Because uh, they, they, these people that look like they had to give them a special seatbelt, you know, the one yeah, they give you the, the extra seatbelt. There's an extender. And for a lot of people, that's very, that's, that's very embarrassing and to so, ask okay, for. Okay, so let's say that they put in some seats on the plane that are sized larger. Yeah. And, and you charge them more for that. Well, okay, you think that regular sized people wouldn't be willing to I would to try buy. that seat. I was going to say, but I'm the going, thing oh is, boy, it, it's a bigger seat. If, yes, I'll it, take it. If it's available. If it's available, but, yes. But I, when's you, the last time you were on a flight and it's like, everybody in here is really thin? Wise man Steve Sinsmeister. Southwest Airlines does have a customers of size policy, Ooh. which uses the armrest to determine if you have to purchase another seat. The COS. If the heavy passenger cannot lower the armrest, then they have to purchase the other seat. I think that's fair. But how do you know till all the seats have already been sold exactly. and you're on the plane? Exactly. That's the big thing. What if you get there, right? And you're, you know, you're you're a person of size. Yeah. You're you're a human of enormous size. And you think I'm fine because I sat on one other flight and it seemed to be okay, but here it's not the same and they don't have an extra room for me now. I think this one is really easy. You give the person her money back and you apologize and you move on. Yeah. That's it. I agree. That's all. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And you know what? She may have asked for that and they said no. And now she's got to make it public because that's how she's going to get her money back. And to be honest with you, the only way you really get something from an airline, I hate to say it, is you go on social media. You got to throw a stink. Otherwise, they will not listen to you. And I, I don't like doing that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you guys don't either. But it is a, it's like a last resort, and it's the only thing that really works. All right. Coming up next. So I went to Vegas, uh, and uh, I met uh, my dad's uh, his, uh, his Chad. Lady his, friend. Yes. Call it lady friend. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you if I liked her next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. So, uh, coming up at 3 o'clock, maybe you're noticing the big change when you're driving home. Or when you're driving to work. It is, um, it's a big deal. We're going to talk about it coming up at uh, 3.05. All right, so uh, let's see. On Friday, I was talking about how uh, I was going to go to Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas. And we were going to, my dad's out there from uh, New York, and he brought his uh, new gal friend with uh, him. So (laughs) I went to meet her. And, you know, it's weird, right? Because, you know, mom passed away in 2020. Uh, I think literally she's like the first person to get COVID, amazingly unbelievably uh and then she passed away as soon as she got covid so you know dad's been alone for a while and uh you know even before that he was taking care of my mom because she uh uh she was sick she had cancer uh and just wasn't well and then covid came and it it, that was it and so like you know i went out to meet my dad's uh, girlfriend and i was a little nervous going out i'm sure she was nervous uh, I don't think my dad was nervous. He had a couple cocktails, by the way. I got you know by the time I got there, so he was he was buzzing and just fine. But uh, she was lovely, very cool. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. It's but isn't it? It's it's interesting because we were we were talking about a dynamic that's kind of taking place, and I think I totally get it because I met her, I enjoyed her company, I really liked her, and we were okay. talking about her kids. And uh, her son is not for this right now. Oh. How long is she? Now, she's a widow, too, right? Yes. How long have they been? Uh, Eight years. 
So she's a well, widow. Well, let mom get back out there. Yeah. She's eight years ago. Her husband passed. And it was interesting because we were talking, you know, uh, apparently my dad brings up my mom all the time. She loves to hear about it. Uh, she brings up her husband who died eight years ago. And my dad loves to hear about it. Now, in all fairness, I totally agree with how her son feels. Because I'll tell you this, her son is is just very, uh, 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 wants his mom to be okay. I, I, I tried to put the shoe on the other foot. If it was my dad who passed away first, and my mom calls me and says, come meet my new boyfriend in Vegas. If this was my mom, I wouldn't like it. And I know that that sounds a, a bit yeah, chauvinist. I'm like, why? I know. Why I don't know why. Why do you think that they're it's the son? Gonna... It's it, I think it's the it's the gender deal, right? Uh, if it's your mom, you're the you're the you're the son. If it's your mom, do you really want her dating some guy you have no idea about? For one reason or another, that I don't like that. How old is the son? Or prep thirty, forty, something like that. What if, if it, it just curiosity? If it were your mom and it were somebody that you knew. From Ooh, yeah. years it, gone by, it, maybe they had all been friends, and maybe- I think it might make it make a difference. But I think if you find out that your your mom, you know, is now dating someone new and is going to Las Vegas with, I think it's different. Now, here's a question: How many kids does she have? She got a son and a daughter. Now, have they met your dad? No, daughter's fine with it. Son's not. Mm. And I got to tell you, if it was my mother, I think I'd act the same way. I don't want to stand in front of of their happiness. I would never do that. But I would be really, really concerned. You're just, and, it would just be an uncomfortableness, uh, probably. I, I would uh, I would treat the guy a little bit differently. <laughs> Whereas I met, you know, my dad's new girlfriend gave her a big hug. You know, we had a couple dinners together, great chats, uh, and it was great. There's no way I'm treating my mom's new boyfriend like that. Mm. I'm just not, and. I don't know what that. Maybe that says something about me, but so I think, chauvinistic I ladies. Think, I think a lot of guys would be more protective of their mom than their father, and oh. that was the interesting kind of dynamic that we were discussing. Does it oh. make any sense to you, Becky Lynn? I can see the protectiveness, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But on the other hand, one could think, well, what you did, you wouldn't have thought that your mother was intelligent and smart enough to choose a person no, that's that's trust. competent and quality. No, I just wouldn't trust you know? that guy because he hasn't given me any reason to trust him. But apparently, he's given her reason, reason to trust him, yeah. and you got to trust your mom. Right. You think she's a smart, wonderful lady, and so I liked her. She was great. We good. had a good time in Vegas. Coming up next. Hey, are you noticing the big change when you're driving to and from work? We'll discuss it next.